Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello? Hello? <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. This episode is brought to you by Podmetrics. Podmetrics is a podcast analytics platform that enables podcasters to see all the relevant data they need to know about their podcast's audience. Sign up now at podmetrics.co and use the referral code RESTING2XPOD. Again, the code Wrestling to X Pod. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, aka Austin Creed. I said, give me the hell yeah! Hey, this is Zayda Zay. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Talent is not sexually transmitted. You need to go back to the drawing board because your game absolutely sucks. Hey everyone, this is Jeff Cobb and you're listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. You are watching and listening to the longest running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Stan C, Ro Moran, and Chino Liao back together again for the first time in what three weeks? A little over a so. month. Yeah, parang one three month weeks, or yeah. three, three weeks. One month ata. Yeah, one month uh, and a half. I, be, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, because I'm supposed uh, to be, well, I'm supposed to be back in two weeks. Eh, so okay, okay. Yun. That's not so, happening, yeah. which is why I'm here right now. Well, it's our yeah. first podcast with Chino in a while, so welcome back, Chino. It's great to see you Thanks, and hear from you guys. again. Thanks for having. I want to say thanks for having me on, but I'm not a guest, so <laughs> oh, no. why would I, why would I say that? <laughs> it's uh, not Jake Cuenca, but the next no, guest no. thing. Yay. We are thanking you because you stayed up late for us for oh, our well, listeners, yeah. and viewers. Sure. Thanks for doing the job. <laughs> oh, Three a.m. in San here. Francisco. You are very welcome for that. I don't know. I'm delirious right now. Let's move <laughs> on with, this, with the show. Okay, okay. We'll give Chino some time to warm up his brain because it's 3 a.m. So uh, let's start off by saying that today's Feb 25. We're, we're streaming on Feb 25. It is the 35th anniversary of the People Power Revolution from 1986. And uh, my quick thoughts on it are, if you're one of the people na nagsasabi na hindi totoo yung People Power Revolution at wala siyang ginawang maganda, di sana nagtrabaho ka ngayon. Sana wala kang holiday. You're not entitled to today being a holiday. You don't get anything. Kasi sa- hindi yeah. totoo, di ba? <laughs> I believe in People Power but I had to work today. So. Uh, I will say this. Uh, my family, my mom, is actually a staunch supporter of the Aust Marcos movement back in the oh, nice. as as they nice. called it. And in fact, fun fact, she was actually pregnant with with me during answer one. So imagine my surprise when I found out that she was almost going to name me Edsa. Like if if she gave birth, 
in in the middle of, of EDSA, that would be my name right now. So, mabait din ang kapalaran minsan eh. Like, sinasabi natin, kupal ang faith. Pero hindi eh. Hindi. Mabait na yun siya eh. This yeah, might imagine be like my favorite universe story. Exactly. It would be a whole different story if my name was Ed Saliao. So, thank you, universe. Yeah, and uh, thank you, history, for you know making sure 1986 happened. Although you know, 35 years later, it's like we went back to the 70s. You know, <laughs> same crap, different packaging. Anyway, this is still the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. While we are socially relevant, we also talk about wrestling, and we got to talk about the biggest piece of news that basically kept us awake last night because at around midnight Manila time, All Elite Wrestling posted that Paul White has gone all elite. So this caught a lot of us by surprise because we didn't know that Big Show's contract was up, that he was leaving WWE. You mga, uh, mga sleuths on the interwebs, they were able to discover that in January, his WWE.com profile had been quietly moved to the alumni section. And after yung, ano, after yung press release ng AEW, we now know that Paul White will be a wrestler and a commentator on the new AEW program, AEW Dark Elevation, alongside uh, Tony Schiavone. So he is now the officially the world's largest commentator. <laughs> yeah, you not could say just, that. Yeah, not just an athlete anymore, but also a commentator. Now, it's funny you mentioned that, stand because... A while back, they had reports of doing a second Dark show. Because yeah, even, even Tony Khan himself admits that Dark, as long as it already is, isn't enough to contain all the uh, Fuego del Souls of the world, if you will. <laughs> all the, you know, all the Frankie Valleys and or whatever on the show. So at least they get another avenue for that. And if that's where Paul White, aka the big show, gets gets to be in, then, oh, the best to him, you know? I hope AEW has done a stellar job with their legends, if you will, their their vets. So I have no doubt that they'll be, that he will be utilized uh, to the best of his talents. Actually, I'm surprised if it's AEW Dark Elevation. Like, what is that? That is more confusing to me than a big show. If you were to believe previous reports, if we are to go off of that, I think it's just an extension. It's like the dark of dark, if you will, if that makes sense. Yung no na pa magka second show yung dark. Yeah. Kasi in dynamite. Baka doon sa dark na yun may hit na ni Fuego del Sol yung DDT. Maybe that's where we see the DDT. You know, but only time will tell. No, uh this is super interesting because uh I think we all can Agree na we akala natin, ano, lifer, WWE lifer si Big Show. Tapos biglang, oh, he gets to sign with AEW. And apparently he's asking for a lot of money that WWE isn't too keen on giving him. So that's kind of weird. I, I don't know what he wants. I don't know what AEW wants. But it's clear now na, okay, medyo paretari na si Big Show. They're getting him as an announcer, as a commentator, even though they have a ton of commentators already, I think. What do you, I don't know, uh, I don't, personally, I don't like the fact that they didn't come up with a new name for him. Like, okay, he is defaulting back to Paul White, his uh, real name, which is something that the crowds or the fans have never really known him as. But it's either the Big Show or the Giant from back in WCW. I don't really mind him going by Paul White because that's his given name. And a lot of these guys, when they left WWE and they went to AEW, they went by their given names. Like, see, Rusev, right? He's yeah. Miro. And we have accepted him as Miro. 
So I don't see anything wrong with Paul White and parang this late into his career, giving him a brand new name other than his given name makes less sense to me. So I'd yeah. rather na if he can't go by the big show or show, then Paul White is as good a name as any. That's his own name anyway. And it's not like you're going to confuse him with another seven foot Paul White, diba? I mean, <laughs> yeah. Ilan May iba pa ba? Seven foot, 500 pound Paul White sa mundo, diba? It's probably only him. So I think he's safe in that regard. No. He has his identity, diba? And his, and his brand as, as a giant, a literal giant to go off of. So I don't think you need a brand new packaging already than what you already have. No, I don't know, man. Because Big Show to me is uh, one of the few remaining larger-than-life characters that we have in wrestling. But to have him go as uh, something as mundane as his real name. Sorry, it's not a wrestling name. It's not a wrestler name to me. Not in the same way Jake Hager is. What about uh, Kevin was... Nash? But he was Diesel, then he became Kevin Nash yeah. when he went to WCW. Oh, Kevin Nash is also a country-ass name. Scott Hall. I don't know. <laughs> Name, Scott, Scott Hall. Hall's another I don't know, example, but yeah. I, I just felt like they could have worked harder and found some sort of derivative of the big show or the giant. What, like the something. huge display? <laughs> TBS. My, my suggestion was TBS, guys. TBS, Turner Broadcasting Systems, T, the big show. Something that would have kind of exaggerated or unemphasized his over-the-topness. That would only make sense to me if TBS actually picked up the big show show. That's it. <laughs> oh, MJ Pada says the big, the big Show part. went by Paul White for a time. I didn't know that. Yes, in WWE before he became Big Show. It's good that MJ mentioned that because Big Show uh, during his very first debut in a Hell in a Cell match with Stone Cold, I believe he threw. That's how he made his debut. He threw Stone Cold clear through the Hell in a Cell, and Michael uh, Cole announced him as the bit as Paul White because they didn't have a name for him yet. Right. Because the giant was WCW property back then. I yes, don't know. Maybe the Paul the Big Show they, White and then eventually finished out Nila and he just yeah. became the big and show. He just became the big show. Yeah. Right. The marketer in me because I want something catchy for him. But okay, uh it's gonna stick. I mean, you know, Rusev without Alexander Stuck, Cesaro without Antonio Stuck, whatever we uh, have on there is gonna stick, basta they stay consistent with it naman. Yeah, and I'm sure Naman, they're going to keep hammering it over our heads because he's going to be debuting in a new promotion um, under his real name going forward. So yeah, uh, I, I have no doubts about that. And we're forgetting that, sorry, just to add on to this point, uh, Cody Rhodes and Shaq have a match together, so he might actually play a pun intended big role in this face-off, seeing that Shaq and Big Show have history dating back to all those mania's ago. Right? So he might actually factor in that as well. Yeah, uh, WrestleMania 32 is what uh, Chino's referencing. So yeah, uh, great points all around. Let's stick to outside WWE news, Muna, and give a brief tribute to the question mark who passed away today. So mm-hmm. I found that out through Twitter, actually. I saw a Rose tweet, RIP Giuseppos, and then I was like, Sino to? So I Googled him, saw him on uh, Damon Sandow's Twitter, and found out that he was a wrestler on NWA Power who had passed away uh, because of an uh, as-yet-undisclosed uh, medical condition. Yeah, uh, see Josephus, uh, better known to NWA viewers as the question mark. I said that was the better gimmick that they had for him. Was a pretty entertaining comedy wrestler, and he was one of those guys. Na, okay, doesn't look or you know, kind of is a throwback to old wrestlers from the sixties and seventies and the eighties. Now, wasn't really a body guy, 
was there to look like a brawler, but he really, really left the mark with newer fans. But with uh, no, with the whole question mark gimmick, which was super funny. I think MJ commented here on the Facebook comments, "Yung karate uh, catchphrase niya," and uh, going by that very minute moment of entertainment, it was really a lot. So Sayang, he left behind a a son, I think similar to how Brody uh, left his family. So kawawa naman to that. Pero uh, we don't know why he passed away yet. I, th- I hope, I just hope that it's not COVID or anything. But uh, rest in peace, uh, Josephus slash the question mark. Yeah, R.I.P. So also, uh, we have, yeah, yeah, Chino. Another notable uh, passing was uh, a luchador trainer by the name of Discovery. Now, if you guys don't know, Discovery was the trainer behind uh, current NXT star Joaquin Wilde. Oh, wow. Uh, Mustafa Ali and Kalisto were also part of his lineup of students. And he, I actually saw this post last night on WWE's YouTube channel. Discovery was a Mexican-American luchador who trained heavily in the Chicago Midwest area. Uh, and you guys, students, you are Kalisto and Mustafa Ali and Joaquin Wilde, and they paid an incredible tribute to a man uh, not a lot of us know. So it's, it's incredibly touching, and maybe you can check it out if you have the time. All right. Uh, rest in power to both uh, Discovery and the question mark. Uh, before we take our first break, Joe Marie is asking in the comment section, do we think that the big show will still be inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame, even though he shocked everyone that he became all elite? I think the, the quick answer is no. Because fresh pa yung AEW, it's still around. It's still very much the clear number two to WWE's number one. And if si Chris Jericho nga hindi nila mabanggit on TV, what more si Big Show, who's really a legend na, diba, at this point in his career. So I don't think that's going to happen in the near future. In the near future, definitely not. But as you all know, everyone can still mend fences. Like people can still uh, get back into Vince's good graces. So it's never, uh, it's never a certainty that they won't do it. It's just that, champre, uh, while you're still with the kalaban, di ka muna nila yung honor. <laughs> Ganun talaga yeah. eh. mo yan. Yeah, it is what it is. We'll take a quick break. When we come back, we'll break down the Miz cashing in, the Elimination Chamber, the biggest draft class in NXT history, and then some. But first, we got to let you know that we have a very special offer for you because you're a viewer and listener of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. And this is courtesy of our friends from Mr. Speedy. All right, guys, if you need to send something uh, here in Manila and in other select places, you can do so using Mr. Speedy. And because, yeah, as you as Stan mentioned, you are a listener and viewer, you get a special deal if you use our special code. That's WWP Mr. Speedy. Again, WWP M-R-S-P-E-E-D-Y. This special code will get you 50 pesos off of your very first uh, Mr. Speedy delivery. Again, that's WWP M-R-S-P-E-E-D-Y. Please use it. And, you know, get your stuff sent. All right. Now let's take a, a moment to hear from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. Now hold on just a minute, playa. That's a Teddy Long reference for you. If you're probably wondering how a few wrestling fans who put together a podcast for their love of wrestling have been able to collab with brands here on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, well, the answer is simple. We use Podmetrics. 
So if you have a podcast, no matter what the size is, you can sign up now at podmetrics.co. That's P-O-D-M-E-T-R-I-C-S dot C-O. And use our referral code, WRESTLING2XPOD. All caps, one word. That's W-R-E-S-T-L-I-N-G, the number two, the letter X, and the letters P-O-D. Again, WRESTLING2XPOD, all caps, one word. And hey, it's a great way to show support for the show as well. Now, if you're an advertiser and you want to collab with us on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, who are we to say no? You can head on over to advertiser.podmetrics.co and fill up the form. Again, that's Podmetrics, the easiest way to monetize your podcast. Let's get to some shoutouts on Kumu and on the Facebook page. All right, our new follower, si Ikaw Lang Sapat Na, <laughs> says, uh, Nung bata pa po siya nanonood na Raw and SmackDown. Kami rin, kami rin. Admin Angelo is on Kumu this time around, this Oy. week. He's- Finally, Chino is back, and he sent us a couple of halo-halos. Thanks, Admin Angelo. Hey, Admin Angelo, salamat. Chino. So, maraming masaya na Chino is back uh, right now. And a lot of people are joining us. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for joining us here on Kumu. Just smash those hearts and, um, you know, enjoy uh, the wrestling talk that we have here for you. All right, so let's talk about the Elimination Chamber. And the biggest takeaway from that is obviously The Miz cashing in money in the bank and becoming WWE champion again. So I think your first question dito is, is The Miz a transitional champion? Because we don't know. This really upends so many stories. Like we thought it would be Drew Sheamus or Drew Lashley for Mania for the championship. We thought that the Miz and Morrison are facing Damian Priest and Bad Bunny. So, ano to? is it Mr. Bunny versus the Miz for the WWE Championship at Mania? What are we getting at here? Uh, yeah, mohang uh, transitional champion ng si Miz. I think he is a way to get the championship onto Lashley. I think it makes sense. Uh, you kind of killed two birds with one stone there. Una, pina attack mo si Lashley para makash in ni Miz yung money in the bank contract niya. And then, you know, it worked. He became a champion. People didn't like it. So I, it's clear that the plan here isn't to keep him champion for a long time. I think the way that they wrote it, the way they built in yung involvement in Lashley at Hurt Business, it's a good way to uh, get us a new champion and shake up the Raw main event scene. Chino, thoughts I also agree with Ro, but I am going to proposition another length of time here. I think the championship changes at eliminate at, at sorry Fastlane because Fastlane uh, is actually the last pay per view on the WWE network this side of the world. As you may guys, as you guys may have heard, the WWE network was purchased in whole by Peacock, your NBC streamer, right? Yes. And that is where the WrestleMania onwards, all the WWE content will start airing from. So if they really want to push people onto this new streaming platform, what better way to do that than to do this drastic change at Fastlane so that they can build all the way to WrestleMania. And that said, I can totally see The Miz uh, dropping the belt to Lashley, have Drew chase, because Drew is always a better chaser than he is an actual champion he's a lot more uh, uh charismatic that way uh whereas the biz still has to contend with uh bad bunny and damian priest so yun, yeah, that's their celebrity spot for wrestlemania every every mania has one and that has to go to the biz and morrison and puerto rico's finest 
<laughs> si Aljo nire-reference niya yung mga nagagalit on social media after na nanalo si Miz ng WWE Championship. And sabi ni Aljon, uh, kung maraming nagagalit, it means the Miz is a great performer because he's doing his job as a heel. And I, I agree there, but yeah. I also think part of the anger from yung fans is feeling lang nila na hindi deserve ni Miz ngayon maging champion. Yun yung, yun yung basa ko dun. And I honestly think na that opinion while may konting value siya, it takes a backseat eh kung kinonsider mo yung need nila for Miz to be the transitional champion to do what Rowan Chino just said. Na if, if they need Lashley to eventually become champion heading into Mania para mas underdog si Drew McIntyre, maybe this is the way to go. So I'm actually happy. Ako, fan ako ni Miz eh. So nung nag-cash in siya, todo mark out ako. Nung nanali si Miz, I was super happy. So I, I think it's a step in the right direction given everything that we're uh, trying to put into place sa fantasy booking sheets natin. So people are saying that maybe next week, The Miz will be losing the championship. But Gina thinks that it might be fast lane. What do you guys think? Ikaw, Ro, since you haven't told us when you think The Miz will drop the title. You know, Chino makes a good point, actually. Na mas, ma, mas maigi na sa fast lane siya mangyayari to push people to watch on Peacock. Diyan sa US. Pero either way... Um, He's going to lose it. I think he's going to lose it. Talaga. Uh, whether it's next week or on Fastlane, uh, it, it isn't long. So I think people who don't like the fact that Miz is champion could relax a little because for sure, naman hindi to tatagal eh. Yeah. Uh, I would say enjoy it while it lasts. Our good friend Renzo Magnai is joining us in the comment section. And he says he just watched the talking smack pipe bomb ni Miz from five years ago. Can you believe? Five years old in promo na yon. And he says... Uh, right before that cash in, so I was pretty hyped. So yeah, I'm excited to see where this goes. Honestly, like I really don't have a lot to complain about. So that's Smacks- why it's being uh, that's why it's being pushed to YouTube. The video niyo, na it's popping up on the must watch uh, videos lately. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe. Uh, now let's go to the SmackDown side because there was also an elimination chamber on that side of the WWE main roster, and I think it was the better chamber match. Um, solid, yeah. yung bong story nyan from the chamber to Daniel Bryan winning chamber match number three in his career, to Roman Reigns beating him, to Edge finally making his decision. So, what do you guys think about how this all shook out, Chino? Let's start with you. I like how they gave us Brian and Roman without actually giving us Brian and Roman. Like everybody was clamoring for it. Dial Brian was building up to it. And we all thought Brian was walking away uh the winner uh at May at the Rumble. Right? But unfortunately things didn't turn out that way. And they still kind of gave it to us without actually giving it to us, you know? Like there was a glimmer of hope that oh holy shit, Bahakai didn't go into because he got the last lock on and then people thought that it was it there was a glimmer of hope there but Roman Reigns being Roman Reigns he didn't take a lot it's funny that I think this is the fastest match he's actually had like very very Brock Lesnar booking uh, cumulatively even as a Shield member this is easily the fastest match he's had so (laughs) that they did that although I do yeah yeah, I, I, no, do sorry, like, I do like Edge picking Roman because it wasn't a decision I saw him making uh, right away. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't apparent to me that fast. I always saw him going back to Raw more, particularly because he has that. The past few times we've seen him as of late were on the Raw, right? so I actually thought he was going to appear on Raw. Uh, but when he did, when he did spear Roman Reigns, it it was, it was okay. I was okay with that decision. Yeah, um, 
But actually, medyo na na writing on the wall na siya nung napansin natin na he was appearing on SmackDown a lot more than he was appearing on Raw and NXT. So okay, medyo give away na nila. Uh, it was good that he picked Roman right away sa Elimination Chamber. Ibig sabihin, hindi sila nagsasaya ng oras. Uh, they have two months, I guess, of this moving forward. Uh, I like Ricky's suggestion on his uh, SmackDown review. Gusto niyo mangyari, uh, triple threat naman, in not just Edge versus Roman, pero Edge versus Roman with ano, uh, Dan- Daniel Bryan. So I actually do want to see that. I think it's a good way to try and elevate as many SmackDown guys as possible. Pero hindi rin ako maasa na mangyayari yun. I don't have high hopes for that, even though it is a good idea. Yeah, um, for me, uh, whether or not nandiyan si Daniel Bryan, I'm already, parang natanggap ko na eh, Roman versus Edge. Yun na talaga yung main, yung main event. And I'm not mad at it. Um, it's not offensive to me, as Ro uh, said, nung nanalo si Edge ng Royal Rumble. So okay lang ako with this main event scene that we have on SmackDown as it is. Alton said, maraming nagalit na hindi nagpahinga si Daniel Bryan. I didn't know uh, what you guys expected there. Kasi, in the story, uh, di ba? Like, they, yeah, they laid it out. Yeah, yeah sabi niya, no, sabi rin niya, on the spot, after the chamber, yeah, rasha magkakaroon ng title defense. <laughs> kahit sino pa yun, kahit si King Corbin pa yung nanalo, yeah. wala rin siyang break. He was gonna, di ba, he, he phrased it, uh, ano ba sinabi ni Roman Reigns? They, they have the honor of facing me after winning the elimination chamber. Di ba? So yeah. Parang, it's the, it's their honor to face him after they just went through hell, basically. Yeah. <laughs> okay, other takeaways from Elimination Chamber. See, Keith Lee was supposed to be on the show as part of the U.S. title match. Uh, Riddle ended up winning the U.S. championship, but Keith Lee was nowhere on the show. He wasn't on Raw either. So, hindi pa natin alam bakit na pull si Keith Lee from the show. Uh, so yeah, let's, let's go with the rumors that we reported yesterday. Um, on smartkenny.com. Yeah, yeah, on smartkenny.com. Ang sabi-sabi sa tabi-tabi is that walang tiwala, walang belief si Vince McMahon kay Keith Lee. Uh, I don't know why. Other people uh, backstage like Keith Lee. Pero sabi ni Vince, or sabi ng tao na Vince thinks that kulong siya ng spark, ng certain spark. Uh, what that spark is, we don't know exactly, but that may explain why may just stop and go yung yung push ni Keith Lee on Raw. I, I you just have to feel for Keith Lee at this point because the guy's done everything Vince has asked of him. They took away again. We're going back to this. They took away his music. They took away his gear. They took away his whole <laughs> persona. Then they they made him go through wrestling boot camp again because apparently he doesn't know how to wrestle. And still, it's not enough. I don't know what he wants from these people, but it also I it also references a conversation Shayna Baszler apparently had with Vince McMahon. Uh, it, it's a little meta and a little wrestling at this point. But according to Shayna Baszler, Vince basically didn't like her uh, style. Her in-ring style, which is also just speaks to how, how I guess you could say how how retro everything is to one one Vince McMahon because everything is just of a certain mindset to him, right? and and to him it's either sports entertainment or nothing. So I don't really know uh, if he knows how to to book or utilize these these newer guys as properly as they should, right? If you guys follow Keith Lee on Twitter, you may have noticed that his Twitter name now is Impatient Lee. 
So no. I, I, I don't know if that is a bit of insight into what's in Keith Lee's mind right now. But he, he, he does have a habit of changing his name into yung mga puns. Like that, it was relentlessly. So now it's impatiently. So I don't know. Uh, that could be a clue into the psyche of Keith Lee right now. COVID or anything. Mia Yim had COVID and maybe he had to quarantine. I just hope he's not sick. Uh Renz yeah. is right. Uh Renz Cordova is right. Send him back to NXT. What's the point of getting him? Yeah. yeah. Uh last takeaway from Elimination Chamber and Raw is that it seems like we're getting a story for Shane McMahon and Braun Strowman for WrestleMania. What do you think about this? Because I don't know kung bakit nila pinapalabas si Shane ngayon. Hindi ko, hindi ko gets yung role niya after Raw Underground was uh, suddenly written out of TV. I hate Braun Strowman. Like, I don't like seeing this guy on TV. Okay, babyface or heel siya. I just don't like him. So the Braun Shane story to me kind of pisses me off. Ikaw, Chino, what do you think about this development? I don't know who we're supposed to cheer for here, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> As on one hand, there here's Braun demanding things, so that's not really baby face of him. Then, then, then here's Shane calling Braun an idiot on TV, so that's also not very nice of him. So who are we supposed to cling to here? Like you got Tamakayo when you said that Shane McMahon doesn't make sense as the authority figure for Raw because he just showed up out of nowhere, right? but even if Adam Pierce says that he's He's a what is he, what do you say? He works on the authority of Shane McMahon. Like why did, why is he saying that now? Why didn't he say that <laughs> two three months ago when people were already calling him out on it? Right? When people were wondering why he has such cojones on Raw and not on SmackDown. Yeah, but maybe that's what that would have explained things a lot better back then. But as of right now, I actually don't understand this booking at all like maybe it's a way to get both shane and braun on the card maybe they just suplex each other off of some scaffolding convenient time i don't know tatanong ni abby on kumu sino ang unang tatalon from somewhere high sa wrestlemania si shane mcmahon Sh- or shane, si kevin owens shane kasi jumps may... shane jumps off of Braun's shoulders <laughs> so may dibs why? May dibs CKO sa, sa pirate ship sa Raymond James Stadium. <laughs> so, uh, no, you're right. Um, di ko alam bakit biglang uh, nagiging authority figure si Shane McMahon. I don't know why they brought him out for the Elimination Chamber announcement. Uh, di ko alam bakit nag-defer si uh, Adam Pierce sa kanya. Eh, uh, alam explain eh. Yeah, I mean, but di na explain. Like, okay, by virtue of being a McMahon, boss ka na bigla ulit. After, di ba, boss well, ka dati nung si SmackDown? Yeah, li- yeah, literally COO siya. Child of owner. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Chino Maglaya on the comments says, another Hell in a Cell match for Mania. Probably. I think they have space man, to uh, put a hell a, a cell there. Um, but yeah, I don't see this being an interesting match. Uh, Chino is right by saying na hindi cheerable si Braun Strowman. Uh, Napaka-kupal niya when he talks to the authority figures. In real life and in the storylines. Yeah, napakupan niyang kumausap kay na ano, kay Adam Pierce. Like, but yeah. Like, who hurt you? Like, he, he <laughs> Why are you acts, like this? Uh, he acts so entitled. Like, <laughs> calm down, bro. So, uh, Why are so, you the way si, that you are? Baka si millennial si Braun Strowman. Wow. He actually wow. is. He actually yeah, he is. is. <laughs> Technically, yeah. yeah. Uh, he's only, what, five years older than uh, me and Ro. Yeah. So, yeah. 
Okay, uh, let's transition to NXT and let's talk about today's episode. So by the end of the episode, Adam Cole stood over a fallen Roderick Strong and he's basically turned his back on the entire Undisputed Era. So, aning feelings natin about this? Kasi, yeah, uh, medyo um, finlesh out na nila yung motivations ni Adam Cole. And tama tayo, yung mga sinasabi natin last week na there's that jealousy, na kasi si Kyle O'Reilly na yung parang bagong alpha ng UE. Uh, and then we were wondering, where does Roddy stand here? So I guess Roddy's also a babyface now. Yeah. Um, mukha nga. I don't know. I, I kind of feel like the whole jealousy thing is played out. Pero I guess it makes sense pa rin. Okay, wala ka na may ibang choice kundi gawin yun eh. As... Uh, as the dahilan to for the turn, diba? Yeah. So, okay. Uh, as long as yung makukuha natin dito is a main eventer, uh, Kyle O'Reilly, and even a Roderick Strong, uh, I'm okay with it. If the whole point of this turn was to break up the Undisputed Era, I can see why jealousy would be a motivation for Adam Cole. Because it makes sense if it's coming from... His end, diba? Nobody expected him to be the jealous one because he essentially was the leader uh, of the group. So for him to be the one who says that I need to be in the spotlight more than everybody else it actually makes sense to me. What doesn't make sense to me is Finn still being in that picture. He, he, I don't understand why Finn is still there other than for them to chase something, which I don't really see them needing to do. Because if you just built off the history of the UE, they're a long-established group in NXT. So I don't feel like that needs a title picture, really. Feeling ko involved lang si Finn ngayon kasi doon naman talaga nagsimula eh. Inattack ni Adam ko si Finn Balor, di ba? Sinuper kick niya. So si Finn, dahil petty siya, tsaka di siya makaget over, he still wants to beat up Adam Cole. Whether or not they end up fighting for the championship, I think is immaterial as you said, Chino. Kasi in, in the end, story to ng Undisputed Era. Pero I think right now, they're just trying to tie up yung loose ends. And that yeah, I, I is think... involved nga si Finn. I think what Chino is saying is that Adam Cole needs to pick a lane. Ano ba talaga? Is it yeah. about the NXT Championship ni Finn Balor or is it about yung mga friends mo sa, or dating, dating mong friends yeah, sa Undisputed uh, Era? Uh, is, yes, the yes, undis- yes. is the Undisputed Era the friends we make along the way or is it the NXT <laughs> title? I mean, everybody, it, it's not just Finn. Who's, it's not just Adam Cole who's chasing after the title. Kyle is also still chasing after the title, diba? So, what yeah. target you dito to break the era up or to chase after the title? It's very, it's still very confusing, but it's still also very early in the storyline. Fair, yeah. Uh, I I think those concerns are very fair. Uh, let's go to AEW because today is Thursday. Shempre, my NXT, my AEW, and last week hindi natin na pag-usapan yung nangyari at the end of the episode where Kenny Omega told John Moxley that they're going to be facing each other in an exploding barbed wire death match in the main event of Revolution. So uh, before you guys chime in, I just got to say, this is not my type of match. This is not the type of wrestling I enjoy. I am not looking forward to this at all. Can I just say that this is exactly the type of wrestling I enjoy? This is exactly the kind of insanity that makes me watch wrestling until this very day. To see people just, first of all, John Moxley putting himself through this, I get it. It's he came from CZW. That's where all of this comes from. That makes sense to me. But Kenny Omega is such a tenured wrestler that it doesn't make sense for me to see him do this, to see him put 
his his body through such a barbaric match that it makes me want to watch it more. Because then we all know Kenny Omega to be such an accomplished technical wrestler that I want to see him what he can do in such a different landscape. I I I know that it might be a watered down version of what we usually get in these type of matches. Like, walang mawawala na appendage dito, for sure. Because it's TNT. It's still, it still has to air on TV in some extent, diba? But the fact that we're getting something like this, I mean, leave it to AEW to pull out all the stops. Kasi, hindi nila pwede gawin sa WWE to, eh, diba? They won't, they, Vince would never sanction a match of, of this gratuity. Diba? The, the the fact that everybody explodes every five seconds, it's not something you see on the WWE Network event. So for AEW to be the one to pull out all the stops, it's, it, kudos to them, man. I hope they do a good job with this. Uh, actually, glad that you mentioned the fact that Bahama watered down. Siya. So if anything, uh, I'm not super hyped. I'm not against it either. If anything, uh, curious lang ako kung paano na nagagawin to. Kasi, uh, yun nga, as you mentioned, they have to be on TV. Eventually, they have to appease TNT. They have to appease some sort of uh, family audience. Kahit pa paano, kahit TV 14 sila. So, I don't know how far they're willing to go here. How dangerous or how legit yung explosions. Kasi may, may landmines daw sa tabi, sa outside the ring. <laughs> So, must interested ako in the idea of the match living up to its name. So, for sure, ano na yan, eh? given na yan na magiging bloody siya kasi may barbed wire, di ba? Pero may sasabog mo talaga, may, may mawawalan mo talaga ng, ano, ng, ng paa. People have <laughs> lost like limbs that. in matches like these. So, what yeah. this so, is really yeah. dangerous stuff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, in, in a way, I'm kind of happy na nasa limited fan setup sila. Because I can't imagine that uh, uh, you have an entire arena full of people with, with kids in the audience watching this type of main event. So yun, I, I, I'm just not excited for this. But that's me. <laughs> that's one man's opinion. Oh, okay. I, I also like how John Moxley is just exploring every single avenue of wrestling at this point of his career. Because he came from the WWE, which is essentially just one type of wrestling. It's storytelling. Yeah, but that's that's all it basically is. But as of late, we've seen him compete in blood sport. Now he's doing his deathmatch routine, and now he's doing Japan as well. So kudos to him for like exploring every single thing he can do as a pro wrestler. He really wants to test himself, even if it's not in his comfort zone. Yeah. Uh, sticking with AEW, we haven't seen Sammy Guevara on TV um, in quite a bit. Last we saw of him, he left the inner circle. And my balibalita over the last couple of weeks that he was supposed to show up on Impact Wrestling. And then that angle got pulled. So, Ro, you want to get into yung, uh, rumors and innuendo on that one? Even after we happened last week. No, we haven't. Diba? Uh, no, it was basically that. Um, he left the inner circle. Tapos, may idea sila, sila Jericho and Don Callis. Na baka, ano, uh, maybe we could book him on Impact. Because technically, uh, in kayfabe, they wanted to book him in tag matches, and the, the rumors say that he not necessarily wasn't against the idea, but he questioned it. He questioned the whole idea of the booking. And just because of that, big offend 
someone or someone I think it was either Jericho or Don Callis because na offend kasi he had the opacity to you know to question uh to question the booking and then that's why he got pulled off pulled from the the impact taping so that's super weird I don't think that it's good practice or it's a good look for companies to suddenly shut down young wrestlers to that just because they expressed some sort of criticism on um, the booking. Because he didn't story he didn't say that he outright refused to do, to do what was being uh, asked of him. So I don't know why they got all upset and why they suddenly banned him from the show, from the taping. Uh, that's weird to me. But I guess... Wala though bad blood between AEW and Impact, or bad blood between AEW and Sammy. I guess it's just one of those things that isn't happening anymore, which is uh, Sammy going to Impact. That's that's pretty much it. That's pretty much the whole story. See now, yeah. now he can join Five's boy band. So that's a Sammy. <laughs> that's a Sammy vlog reference, guys. That's a Sammy vlog reference. I watched Five is in Alan Angels. Yeah, I said Alan Angels. He's this whole gimmick on the Sammy's blog is that he's trying to start his own boy man. It's Sammy say BTS today. It's so it's so ridiculous. Okay, before we take our last break of the show, let's talk about the largest draft class in NXT history. So this is a news bit that came out kanina lang din. And um you've got some very big names on uh in that class. The biggest one I would argue is Taya Valkyrie, the wife of John Morrison. You, you know, we all recognize her from Impact and from Lucha Underground. You also have the women who appeared in the Women's Dusty Cup. See Gigi Dolan, formerly known as Priscilla Kelly. LA Knight, formerly Eli Drake. Cora uh, Jade, have, formerly known as Elena Black of AEW Dark fame. Yeah. Anthony Henry, Harlem Bravado, um, Brandon Recksteiner, Anakni Recksteiner is also part of that class. What do you guys think about uh, this group of prospects? Also, see the next Brock Lesnar. See uh, Bordeaux. Parker Bordeaux. Yeah. yeah, there we go. Parker Bordeaux actually confirmed it on social media now that he's actually with the WWE. So, Seguero. Uh, interesting. Bigla sila nagkapera to sign all these guys and girls, no? Although, granted, yung uh, deals that are the cheap NXT deals that aren't uh, main roster money. So, I guess they had money left over for that. But, I don't know, man. Is this sustainable? NXT is already super stacked at the moment. It's not like uh, it was a huge victim of yung Black Friday, uh, Black Wednesday firings from, ano, from last year. So, Good for them, I guess. Pero sobrang dami ng tao sa NXT. Hindi ko alam kung sino na mapupush nila at this point. I think they might use some of these names to bolster this supposed new NXT show that Triple H has been planning. Which is why they got so many people uh, as of late. Kasi news has been circulating that Triple H wants to do a second NXT show and that he actually taped, taped some episodes around the pandemic times, the lockdown times of last 2020. So he, he actually has some shows in the bag. So maybe these guys are already part of, the, of those tapings and that this announcement might just be a heralding of sorts of the coming NXT tapings or the new NXT show that Triple H has in the works. People are asking about NXT Evolve in the comments. I think, Yon, um, if I'm not mistaken, I think it's just one event. But uh, if I'm wrong, then it's actually a sub-brand NXT. Then good for them because uh, you definitely need um, a lot of people for that. Because they did get a lot of Evolve guys, right? You, they, they, yeah. 
They got they got Austin Theory, who is now such a putz. I love him. They got a lot of the 205 Live guys from Evolve. So if they end up having a home on this new show, then good for them. Hey, you know what? Here's a bright idea. Let's cancel 205 Live and make that time slot in show for all these other people na walang airtime. I mean, what's the point of 205 Live not in anyway? Santos Escobar is on NXT, Jordan Devlin's on NXT UK. These cruiserweights on 205 Live are basically fighting for nothing burgers. They are yeah, they no. are 24/7 challengers. That's what they are. <laughs> they are running around after Akira Tozawa and Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny. <laughs> no, you're right. At this point, even though it makes me sad to say, yeah, just kibosh 205 Live yeah. since it's basically just a glorified uh, cruiserweight Sunday night heat, Saturday night heat in the Philippines. Uh, yeah, I don't need it. Have the cruiserweights be on main NXT. It's all good I, anyway. I, I actually see that happening as well. That's like It's already ended down that way. They decreased the show from an hour to 30 minutes. Yeah. I don't uh, know how much storytelling you can get in in 30 minutes, especially Sometimes they only have one match on there. Diba? So, I mean, granted, if they're pretty spectacular, pero they can do better with uh, another show. Sayang din your production costs. Like, if they're going to spend that much money on production anyway, you might as well just give it to an, an entire different show with, an, with, with a separate roster, right? Exactly. Okay, let's take a break. When we come back, It'll be Throwback Thursday here on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. We will talk about the 15th anniversary of WWE Live in Manila from 2006. But before we do that, let's have Ro tell us about how your online shopping on Lazada can help support the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. All right, guys. As you know, online shopping is still life. Uh, two months into 2021, everything that you need and want, hashtag Nasa Lazadayan. And because you guys are avid viewers and listeners of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, we have something special for you. You can help us out with your online shopping. All you have to do is use our affiliate link. That's tinyurl.com slash wrestlingwrestlingxlazada. Again, tinyurl.com slash wrestlingwrestlingxlazada. Every one of your purchases goes a long way in helping us out because we have commission kami from your bilihin uh, on Lazada. So again, you just have to use uh, the affiliate link uh, on your mobile phone. So type it on your browser. Again, tinyurl.com slash wrestling wrestling x Lazada and you can help us do what we do. Yeah, uh, perfect for 3-3 happening next week on Tuesday. Oh yeah. Right, let, let's take a quick break and hear from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. Hi mga macho at sexy chismosa, ako nga pala si Makoy, ang inyong corporate slave. At ako nga pala si Ingo, ang inyong corporate lucky. Nabalitaan nyo na ba yung pinakabagong chismis? Nandito na kami ngayon sa Podcast Network Asia. Oo nga, kaya samahan nyo kami sa longest. Longest? Running. Ay, yung pinakamahaba? Comedy podcast sa buong Pilipinas. Di ba pa longest? Yung pinakamahaba? Oo, parang tayo yung pinakamahaba. Ang macho chismisa. Dahil ang tunay na macho, chismoso. Pag longest ba? Tayo rin yung pinakamatigas. Before we get to Throwback Thursday, we got some shoutouts on Kumu and on the Facebook page. All right, I just want to shout out Abby because she sent us 10 halo halos. Ang dami hey, niya. Thank wow. Thanks, Kyle Abby. Also, Kyle also sent us yung uh, halo halo din, pero not as much as Abby. Bahago sa muntapatan yun. Bahalang. Bahago competitive siya. Malay natin. Bahag, ayaw na magpatalo kay Abby. 
Uh, saying hey to Chiles TV, Chiles TV, Chichi 2000, Kuya underscore Ruru 30, Shaval, uh, I am Bonita 0818, Princess Chloe 1322, Chito Cheats, Jesper Piano Man, uh, Alivi Othea uh, underscore Nanette, and a whole bunch of other people who just signed in. Uh, thank you, thank you so much for joining us on Kumu. Saying what's up as well to Maui over on the Facebook page, to our patrons Lance and Bruce who are joining us, and to everybody who's been commenting, like Sina, Michael, and Derv, and uh, Dave. Thank you so much. All right. Um, people are saying, no, sorry, I just want to say people are saying that they almost skipped through the big show announcement ng AEW because the meme template na rin actually yung all elite graphic. So buti na lang uh, tiningnan yun ulit. Yeah, uh, buti chilek nyo na AEW mismo yung nag-post. Kasi, totoo naman, to be fair, naging meme na rin siya, di ba? Okay, uh, today's Feb 25, and 15 years ago, in 2006, I got to watch my first ever WWE live event. And I think for a lot of us na mga naging fans after the Attitude Era, first live wrestling show natin to. So if you remember, Araneta Coliseum, y- yung venue for that. I'm looking at some old pictures right now on Google. Kasi yung pictures ko, di ko na mahanap eh. And sobrang pangit ng lighting at the time. Like, I don't know why, but looking back, and I do remember this, parang ang, ang olets ng lighting nila nun in 2006. And if you guys remember, yung weekend na yun, marami pang natakot na lumabas kasi meron kudeta the day before the live event. That was the Manila Pet Siege, if I'm not No, 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 that, that was the following year. Okay. Oakwood, that at the Oakwood. Oakwood, there we go. Oakwood, there we go. There we go. Yeah. 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 I wasn't there. I wasn't at the show. Because back then, I think a lot of people will uh, relate to this. I was not the salary earning person I am today. So uh, I was too poor or I could not afford to go to the really, really far uh, live events, which were on a weeknight. Diba? They yes. were not on a weekend. So, non-negotiable uh, My mother probably wouldn't have let me, wouldn't have paid for it. But it's okay. Uh, you eventually got to go eventually anyway. My brother yes, and I were there. It's like one of the first shows, like Stan mentioned, one of the first shows we actually saw. Now, we were fans of the Attitude Era, but we never really got to see wrestling during that time. Not live wrestling anyway. And I remember, I remember it pretty well, pretty, pretty vividly. Yeah, um, eto, clarify ko lang para wala magsabi na fake news tayo. Uh, noong 2006, it was neither Manila Peninsula nor oh. Oakwood, but there Oops. was a coup. There was a coup. <laughs> Hindi lang at those places. It was at various locations in the Philippines. Anyway, moving on. Like Chino, I was also there. Kasama ko dad ko and my sister back when she was still a John Cena mark. So tatlo kami. And I remember sa SM pa ako bumili ng ticket. Like, pumila talaga kami sa o- nung opening hours ng SM department store to select tickets and then my budget pa kami, like sabi namin, hindi kami lalampas ng 3,000 per ticket. So upper A wow. seats namin. And dati for 3,000, you can get upper A na sa Araneta for WWE. And we were in the very front row of upper A. Which is really good na, um, considering yung view mo from Araneta at that section. And I remember nung time na yun, I was excited to see, uh, syempre, Eddie Guerrero. And then I didn't know na, you know, Eddie would die. Because the tickets were sold out uh, October or November. Wow. So... January event, October, November pa lang nagbebenta na sila ng tickets. And then we found out na, ah, Raw pala yung darating. So sina John Cena, Triple H. I was hoping for Shawn Michaels. We didn't get Shawn Michaels and Kane. Yun yung dalawang uh, sabi ko, like, shit, uh, bakit wala sila? Yeah, Maui says in the comments, uh, he remembers na nakaka-disappoint na wala si Kane ng event na yan. Yeah, sabi ni Slickmaster, he also had a small flyer of that WWE event. 
Tapos nawala niya. So, wop, wop. <laughs> Ang nakakatawa dun sa event na yun, nung una in-announce as like a one-night-only event. But on the week of the event, they announced that there was a second night. Yeah. What? So, yeah, yeah. So, we had two shows that weekend. So, I went to the first night. And then the following night, like a steel cage match between John Cena and Edge. So, yun hindi ko napanood. I, I think I was at the steel cage match because I remember seeing suddenly, I, I remember seeing uh, flyers of the event itself that said Edge and Christian. And then make correction of steel cage match. And then, as you pass mo. We makita ang steel cage na nakasabit, like WWE style. <laughs> yeah, so it, wow. was, it was a sight. It was a sight to behold because you never really expected to see your first show that the WWE and then to see a steel cage right there in Araneta Coliseum of all places. Naalala ko rin, nung nandun ako, pag upo namin, I was expecting to hear yung voice in a JR and Jay Lawler. Yeah. And then the event started. Tapos pucha wala si na JR, walang commentator. So no, yung, yung first match parang, ba't ganito? Ano mo yun? I-expect mo na may wrestling, tapos may commentators, yeah. pero wala. So that was pretty weird for a 16-year-old me. I also remember Carlito going out, heel pa siya nun. He cut a promo saying na yung mga Filipino women daw mukhang kabayo. <laughs> wow. So, the things you can no longer say to get heat. Uh, but I na, but I will also remember on that particular show, everybody broke kayfabe to sing Ric Flair a happy birthday. Yes. So yes. that was something that I actually remember. Yeah, uh, that was pretty Steve, cute. I remember. I, uh, I think Tori Wilson and a bunch of the other guys well, suddenly stopped the match in the middle, uh, stopped, stopped the show in the middle of... Uh, uh, of it, and then they brought a cake out, and we all sang Ric Flair happy birthday. So, sana naman memorable kay Ric Flair yun, diba? Na nag-birthday siya sa Manila. Jackie says in the comments, sorry. Sorry, Jackie, no, kasi you were talking about the steel cage. Jackie says in the comments, I think she was there, naalala niya yung tibak chance. Bakit may tibak chance on nung nahila yung tight si Edge sa steel cage match? Kasi nakatibak si Edge, siguro. Yeah. Back. Okay. Yeah. One of the things I'll never forget from my first live event is how it really felt real when I heard yung mga entrance themes. And ito yung time in my fandom na kinakabisado ko yung lyrics sa mga entrance themes na may lyrics, right? So like, nung lumabas si Rob Van Dam, kinakanta ko yung one of a kind. Nung lumabas si Triple H, I was uh, doing my best Lemmy impression. And talagang feel na feel ko. So, you know, for, for a teenager going to your first wrestling event, yun yung highlight for me. Like, seeing these people na you could only see on TV and then suddenly you crush mo lumabas. It's Tori freaking Wilson. Yeah. So, you know, that, that was really a trip. Just relating to Stan's uh, ahead, bro, thing ahead. about the music. Abby says on Kumu, si Eugene yung opener na match, diba? So he, she had goosebumps when his music played. It was loud, but it was also a great feeling. Right. I remember also seeing si Tori Wilson. Uh, and they were so, like, you know, you people always say that about, about pretty people all the time, but that's the best way I can ex- <laughs> describe all of them, really. Like, Sina Triple H, seeing him right there. He was my favorite wrestler at the time. So, seeing him right there as part of that six-man time that he was doing, uh, that was that was pretty special to me as well. I remember being afraid of the pyro because I thought there pyro because I thought full setup. Siya. So, I so nakaganda ako the whole time. Pero wala pa ng pyro. So, I was a little disappointed kasi wala pyro. Sabi <laughs> <laughs> ko, kaya na ba nila magpapyro sa akin na ito? Ba't di nila ginawa? And then, so, and, and all in all, it's not pretty memorable. Like, just sitting here talking about it brings back so many memories. 
Yeah, naalala ko rin na meron ako mga friends from Savior na pinili nilang manood ng wrestling kaysa umattend ng prom nila because it was the night of their prom. Right. So, uh, I, oh. I don't know if you guys would do that. I I would probably choose prom over wrestling, uh, but I had friends who chose wrestling over prom, clearly. <laughs> I couldn't because I couldn't go to the wrestling at all. Uh, oh. I can't remember. Yeah, sorry, go, Gina. I would choose prom. That's me. I would I don't know uh, kung tumapat yung prom namin sa night na yun, but I probably would have also chosen prom. That's that guy. Yeah. Come on, let's be realistic here. <laughs> <laughs> Abby says uh, wrestling greater than prom. Wow. Wow. Okay. Wow. okay. Because like okay, and now that we're in our, I, we're all collectively in our in our thirties here. You realize they do come back like multiple times over the next yeah. Years, right? <laughs> prom is a basis lang yun, eh, diba? like, I just gotta do? say, I feel bad for all the kids who haven't been able to experience prom because of COVID. Like, I'm glad yeah. that I'm in my 30s now. Yeah. yeah. Na ko na lahat yung prom, grad ball, college, yeah. lahat yan dinaanan ko na. Kasi kung bata ako ngayon, I would hate the world I, I hate life. I have cousins who started their first year of college during this terrible time. And I, could, I couldn't even imagine having to study and do all their papers at home that I don't have to do org meetings via Zoom. When I interact, you don't know your classmates. That sucks, man. It's the worst. It's the worst. All right, on to happier things. Chino, did you buy any merch at that event? I did not, because believe it or not, I was still a fat kid back then. So when a kasha, basically when a kasha, but I did walk away with. Um, I remember they gave away those those thunderclapper things, So I got like a red raw one. I don't know how we got it, but we walked away with one, and we had it for a while until you know balloons deflate. But that was that was a memorable souvenir for me. I remember nung live events na yon, they were selling t-shirts at 600 pesos as in official WWE merch right. in 2006. So yeah. bro mura when you look at it now, because now I remember from the last event it was like 15 a shirt right. or 2000 for a shirt. So 600 was a great deal and I oh, got graphic. this shirt back in the day. So my first ever official WWE shirt was a rated R superstar t-shirt na is bigger than, you know, bigger than me and at the time pinagtsagaan ko na lang siya because I really wanted an edge t-shirt. And there was nothing else that I liked anymore. I didn't want a John Cena shirt. I didn't want the Carlito shirt na dilaw. So nung nakita ko yung rated R Superstar shirt, sabi ko sa dad ko, yun na lang kahit malaki para lang may souvenir ako. So yun, until now, 15 years later, I still have it. Yeah, so there. How about you guys? Like, uh, if you guys were at the event, what do you remember 15 years ago? Yun nga, as Ro mentions, you would think na this will never happen again. And then later that year, SmackDown came to town. We saw The Undertaker, we saw William Regal, we saw Chris Benoit, uh, we saw Michelle McCool, you know. Then we, we'd see them again in 09, 2016, 2019. But that 2006 stretch, for me, was really, really special lang. Kasi nothing really beats the first, diba? Grab it. Twice pala sa dumating. That's, I know, that's the peak right, of their yeah, exactly. wrestling so yung mga, powers. So you mga nagsabing wrestling over prom. <laughs> why, 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 pare, why? <laughs> okay, I, I want to ask you guys. Were you guys also at the SmackDown show? Which one did you, which which brand would would you have rather seen, or which brand did you prefer? I was at both. I was actually at both. I think um, I could be mistaken. Pero so, at the time, what were your preferences when it came to the brands? Uh, SmackDown. I go raw because that's where Triple H was. I thought Kane was there, so 
Yeah, ako SmackDown ako. I, I was always a SmackDown guy because of Eddie and then sina Rey Mysterio, all of the guys that we grew up right. watching. But eventually, I grew to love nga sina Edge, sina Ric Flair. So okay na rin. I got to see Raw and SmackDown. I got to see Benoit, you know, before uh, that weekend happened. Siguro yung kulang na lang was that we didn't get to see Eddie Guerrero alive. Kasi when Raw came here, it was like a couple of months right after Eddie had died. But I remember yung balibalita nun was they brought the Raw guys here first to test the waters for Batista being brought over here. How big hey. the reception would have been. And Batista. eventually... Na-prove nga nila na, yeah, Batista would draw well here kasi by that time, 2006, world champion na siya. Tapos Pinoy pa, di ba? Alam mo naman tayo mga Pinoy. Yeah, ah, he, Filipino, Filipino pride, blah, blah, blah. He did, he did the dude time show rounds. I remember that. Yes, he did. He was, <laughs> he was bulaga in interview ni Joey Dalion or something. <laughs> yeah, Ito, yeah. Uh, Abby says on Kumu, she watched both. Pero at the time... Uh, Randy Orton, which I'm guessing is her crush, was on this other brand. So when Raw was here, Randy was on SmackDown. That's uh, right. When SmackDown was here, Randy was on Raw. Well, poor guy. He never got to go to Manila until uh, no, much later. No, he never did. I never I did that. Not I don't think Orton has been here. Wow. Oh, I know. I don't remember I don't remember seeing him in 2016 and 2019 then. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because in 2009, when we were in college, si Randy Orton was on Raw, and then SmackDown yung nandito. Uh, and then 2016, uh, Raw yung nandito, SmackDown siya. 2019, wala din siya, nasa Raw na siya nun. So he's never been here for a WWE event. Shawn Michaels has never competed here either, I think. I don't know about the 1995 or 97 event. I wasn't there. I was too young for that. I don't know if you remember. I don't, to Mikey. <laughs> don't, to Mikey. Well, I, I don't think I was there either. I think I was uh, I was asleep when that was happening. So I don't know. Maybe I, Mikey would know. <laughs> if, if, you're, uh, for, if you're a Tito of Manila or a Tito of Wrestling, and if you remember being at the 1990s WWE event, let us know kung sino mga nandun. Kasi naalala ko lang na names were Bret Hart, The Undertaker. That's, that's really it. So let us know, right? In the meantime, that wraps up yung Throwback Thursday segment natin. Um, it's always fun that we get to reminisce about these events in our fandom, events in wrestling history that we were a part of or able to witness. So we'll keep doing this down the road. As we end this week's episode of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, let us get to our picks of the week. Let's start with Chino since uh, comeback episode niya to. All right. My pick actually comes from this side of the world, NXT UK. Uh, NXT UK this week features, or last week rather, featured a main event of Joe Coffey taking on Rampage Brown. Just two big, beefy guys slapping beef. That's the best way I can put There's a lot of beef in this episode, and it's, it's a fun watch. And it, it really just showcases how deep the lineup of NXT UK is. So... Um, it's it's something it's something interesting to watch. If you want to know what NXT UK is all about, check this match out. All right, uh, Sabini Dave in the comment section. Shawn Michaels wrestled here in the Philippines in the 1990s when WWE came over. Tapos na commercial para sa Cold 45. Wow! Wow! There you have it. Oh, That's some deep knowledge for you. Thanks, Dave. <laughs> all right, uh, my pick of the week was the SmackDown Elimination Chamber plus Daniel Bryan facing Roman Reigns. Sobrang gandang storytelling in a little over an hour. Sulit siya for me, kahit na half na yung Elimination Chamber pay-per-view. If it's a very dynamic and compelling story, then I'm all for it. So if you have time for just like one hour of wrestling, I would recommend that. 
All right, my pick of the week is also from last week's episode of NXT UK as Chinos. Ako naman yung opening match ng episode na yun, which was uh, A-Kid versus Shaw Samuels for the NXT UK Heritage Cup Championship. Also a good match uh, if you want to know all about yung UK heritage, yung British wrestling heritage, and that championship that they have on that show, on that brand. It's a t- totally different show because they contest it under British rounds rules. So, management rounds like in boxing, and it's really, really great uh, when they play it off the way they do. So, go catch that match. All right, those are our picks of the week. If you missed it, we'll post it on Twitter where you can follow us. It is at Wrestling2XPod. Some quick plugs before we get out of here online shopping, another way you can help support the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, especially on 3 3 next week. So, Ro, how do, how do they do that on Shopee? All right. If you want to help us out by shopping on Shopee, you can do that as well. We have an affiliate link as well. That is tinyurl.com slash WWPXShopee. Again, tinyurl.com slash WWPXSHOPEE. So same thing as uh, the other one. Uh, you just uh, buy and check out your, from your cart on Shopee. And a small portion of the purchases will go to us and help us do what we do here. So again, that's tinyurl.com slash WWPXShopee. Guys, birthday ko sa March 2. So pa-birthday nyo na sa akin yan. Oh. Pa-birthday nyo na sa akin yung free free purchases nyo. Lahat, lahat ng, ano, lahat ng nah. affiliate links and promo codes na binanggit namin. Yeah, yeah. Pabelated birthday sa akin, pa-advanced birthday kay Chino, please, please. Um, sobrang laking tulong for the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Uh, Chino, have you been working on The Class Clown while you've been in the States? Uh, the Class Clown Podcast with Chino Liao is actually on hiatus, but season number two is in the works. And I, hindi alam nabi kayo to, but we were going to start recording starting next week. Oh, so di kayo. Surprise! <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> if you, you don't the, know, now you know. Now you know. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, starting next week or next few weeks, I'll be cracking out some new episodes for all of you featuring some voices. basically. Uh, all right. Americans. So that's all coming up on the Class Town Podcast. Please continue listening to all my episodes. They're all up on Spotify, baka may mga na-miss kayo, baka there are some episodes you want to catch up or listen back to. It's all upon Spotify, Class Cloud with Chino Liao. All right. Um, as for my other podcast, naman, it's called On Deck with Stan C. And I took a break this week, but I'm coming back with a new episode next week. And that one features Myrene Academia of Imago and Sandwich. Uh, she was also in NU107 back in the day, and she served as their music director. So really fun conversation about balancing uh, her job in radio and playing all this music while also being in the music industry herself. So I'm really excited to record that conversation tomorrow and bring it to you on the podcast for next week. Uh, we've got a lot more planned here on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Next week, we've got an audio-only version that we're releasing, and that one features actor Bibo Reyes, who you may remember as Young Hector from Anghuling El Bimbo. Uh, we recently followed each other on Twitter, and sobrang sayo na usapan namin. Bibo gets to talk about his trip to WrestleMania 30. He was there for the Daniel Bryan show. Uh, Damian tips, actually, for people who want to watch WrestleMania live, so you might want to catch that episode. And then next week, um, we'll see if Chino can wake up again at 3 a.m. Pacific time and make it for uh, make it time for another stream. Yeah. Kaya ba? Kaya ba? Chino? Kaya, kaya, ba? Naman, kaya, kaya naman. We'll see. We'll <laughs> see. It's, still, it's, only, it's only Thursday here. So we'll, we'll give it another six days before right. we figure All out right. what's happening. No problem. 
Bro, yeah, no, before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before that, uh, Abby sent you a happy birthday sticker sa Kumu. Oh, Thanks, thank Abby. you, Abby. Thank you, Abby. Yeah. So, guys, let's plug the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast Patreon uh, sub, ano, uh, Patreon page. So, guys, if you want to get in all the fun with us when we do our watch parties of uh, big events and pay-per-views, whether it's WWE, NXT, or AEW, uh, also get exclusive content. You can sign up on our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast. You get uh, all that. Plus exclusive content, exclusive review content of Raw, SmackDown, NXT, and AEW. There's also exclusive merch that you get once you sign up. Uh, also, you get to be a part of the Discord community where we talk about wrestling uh, amongst ourselves. It's slowly growing, but it's there. Um, if you're going to sign up, uh, best to do it on the top of the month, which is March 1 on Monday. Para, no, para sulit, no? And yeah, please support that if you can. And also, please read smarthenry.com. Always uh, content every, almost every day. Naren. Talking about the different shows that you watch, whether it's WWE or AW, even uh, shows like Young Rock on TV, on American TV. So, please, please read Filipino made content. Young. All right. Uh, speaking of Young Rock, we might be talking to somebody who is actually on that show. So oh, yeah. Finalize oh, some details. And okay. cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're just going to finalize some details and then we'll tell you about this guest who appeared on Young Rock as in the NBC sitcom that's uh, gonna be out in the, in the coming weeks. In the meantime, we gotta take it home because I'm lag na naman ako. Uh, thank you very much for joining us for this episode of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. On behalf of Babyface producer Nikai and the rest of the wonderful team over at Podcast Network Asia and my friends Chino Liao and Ro Moran, my name is Stan C saying thank you very much. Mask up. Please don't forget to register to vote and stay safe, everyone. Peace. Peace. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.